Well, good morning, guys. Welcome to the drive. Uh, thanks for joining me on my drive to work this morning at 7:50 a.m. Uh, it is what November 17th, and man, it's nice outside. It's 65 degrees right now. It's so cool. We have been cruising through. Um, we've been cruising through the book of Romans, right? Excerpts from Romans. And a lot of stuff in there. And I did a couple of verses, the last two episodes, from verse 1 to verse 6, I believe. And now I'm going to jump up to verse 28 because just there's, there's, so, uh, there's so much there. It's so dense, right? So uh, I have to continue to move on. I want to be able to do uh, no more than... 30 episodes for uh, season 33 here. But this is a verse that, man, I don't want to say everyone's familiar with, but a lot of people are, you know, especially when they're going through something just bad, when there's problems, when things are going right, when they're unsure. Um, it's a verse that you cling to when you don't see anything good going on. Because frankly, there's times where that happens, right? There's times where you're like, is is anything going, you know, the way that I think it should, you know? Or is is there ever going to be a time where there's not going to be a trial? Because this is crazy right now. It's kind of one of those verses to pull to pull from when you're going through it. Now, I, I don't think it's tactful to use this verse. Immediately after someone loses a loved one or something else, like there's a there's a godly and wi- uh, wise way to actually use verses. You know, and I don't think this is a verse you use right after someone loses someone else, right? Um, I think this is a verse that comforts us through the storms of life, knowing that the end game is going to be all good because the Lord's in control. And so let me just read it to you. I know most of you will know it, but Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. You know, and I, lo- I just love the... The details, you know, in this one verse. It says, all things work together for good. Now, we like, you know, as humans, we like to categorize everything, right? Everything is a category. And uh, we like to categorize all of it, right? And so we categorize like, you know, this is good, this is not, this is of God. We just, we, we are categorizers. And so oftentimes... We'll use this verse um, optionally, but I think this verse applies to everything, all that we go through, all that we face, because God knows the end game. He knows what's going to happen. He knows the end of the story. He knows the end of the book. The Lord knows. We don't, and that's just a fact. So as we look at that, he says, all things work together, not some things. Even that horrible trial storm difficulty, hardship that you're going through, 
guess what? That's going to be part of God's plan. That's going to be part of God's plan to use for his purposes. Now, you may be like, this is the worst plan ever. <laughs> you know, you might disagree. You might um, say, I don't understand. You know, oftentimes we don't understand. But the beautiful comfort is, the assurance is, God understands. He gets it. He knows. He knows how that big trial is going to work in your life and the life of others. He knows what needs to happen, what he needs to allow for us to be refined, right? All things work together for bad. No, it doesn't say that, right? It doesn't say all things work together for horrible situations, no. Sometimes we think that way, right? Sometimes we have the mindset of, man, this is all crumbling down. But all, even things crumbling, God uses for his glory, for his purposes. And so all things work together for good to those who what? Deny God? No. To those who love God. Insinuating that, listen, you're a strong believer. That means you're not exempt from trials. You will face things. You already have. And you will, again, you will face things that uh, will seem and be unbearable. But with God, with the Lord leading, you'll be able to get through it. And he's going to use that thing for his purposes and for your good. You might not see it for a year, but he'll use it in your life. And that brings me to another point that I often ponder. You know, God doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste a storm. We might be like, wow, this storm is horrible. It's bad. It's, we got to stay inside. It's dangerous. But you know what? It's going to water the fields. He doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste trials. Why are we to count it all joy through trials? Because God's going to use it to refine us and grow us in ways that a lack of trials will not refine us and grow us, right? And so, really God uses all of it. He doesn't waste anything. He never has and he never will. And that's a beautiful thing. So all things work together for the good to those who love God. So if you love God, guess what? You're going to go through some stuff. But don't worry. Take heart. Don't grow weary in well-doing because God is going to get you through. He's going to use it for his purpose, for your good, for his glory. To those who are the called according to his purposes. So really what we're saying here is like, are we living, you know, in the midst of God's purpose for us? Are we in his will? Well, how do we know if we're in God's will? It's a question that has been asked throughout the centuries. <laughs> and that's a good question. Well, here's how to know. And I'm going to pose a question. Are you following the Lord? Are you reading his word and doing what it says? Are you living out your faith? If you are, then you're in God's will. If you're not, then you're out of God's will. You know, now some would say, well, this is oversimplification of what God's will is. Well, it is very simple, but 
that's the fact. It's simple. If you're obeying him, you're right where he wants you, doing what he wants you to do, saying what he wants you to say, because you're obeying him. You're not in some deep habitual sin. You're not backslidden. You're not in transgression, a willing or willful sin. You're actually following him. And so you just got to think about that. Um, if you're obeying God, you're in his will. You're called. You're active for God's kingdom, right? And so I love, the, I mean, there's so much, <laughs> there's so much in this verse, right? That we can go on and on. I'm not going to, but we could. But I encourage you, take this verse, think about it, ponder it. Let it ruminate in your mind and your heart throughout the day. Let it encourage you, right? Because that's what God's word should do. It exhorts, it corrects, it encourages. And this is one of those very encouraging verses. All the things that you're doing presently, all the things that you've done in the past, they all work for your good and for God's glory, for his purpose and for your refinement. And to that, we could say, thank you, Lord. Because even the biggest storm, God's going to use in our lives. Think about Jonah. The biggest storm God's going to use in our lives. Think about the disciples. Jesus was asleep on the boat. They were freaking out. They went to wake him up. He said, why are you waking me up? He rebuked the storm. He rebuked the disciples. They learned a lesson in that storm. We learn lessons through everything we go through. For God's glory, his purposes, and for our good. It's amazing. God is good. Amen. Why? Pray that you guys have a blessed, uh, what is it, Wednesday. Pray that you have a blessed Wednesday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.